Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking with the Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Now, as I was at one of my favorite clients the other day and they were putting up Christmas decorations, I know before the 15th of November, don't start me, I thought I should cover Christmas this year simply because with COVID and lockdowns, a lot has changed for people. Many people are really looking forward to this Christmas because they haven't seen friends or relatives for quite a period of time, particularly interstate. And whilst catching up may be great, it's also potentially going to be fairly interesting, to say the least, for a lot of pets that are used to being just with the family. Now, the first thing to look at is if you yourself are going away. Some people like to put their animals in a kennel. Others like to use a sitter. Please do not put ads out on Facebook and don't leave it till the last minute. If a your regular kennel can't take you or a good reputable kennel, don't go. It's that simple. It's not fair on your dogs. Most good kennels are already fully booked. You might get in on a cancellation if you're lucky. And if you do use the kennel, make sure you've gone and seen the whole kennel. See whether you think your dog will be there. I always recommend leaving a dog twice before you go away for any length of time, once overnight and once for two or three days. You may still be home. In fact, I suggest you are, but at least then you know if they run into trouble, they can call you, you can go, you know whether that particular kennel is going to work for your animal or not. Kennel, cattery, same thing. Now, if you're going to have someone over to look after your pet, same thing applies. Make sure you know who they are, make sure your animal's happy with them, and also make sure you know what their routine is going to be. Make sure you have your vet. They know who your vet is and you have an agreed value of spending money before they have to contact you. Now, that may well sound harsh, but the amount of times dogs have got out, got hit by cars, there's that whole thing of who pays for it, And if the cash isn't there and the vets don't know you, they may not operate if they've taken the dog somewhere different for a walk. So all this sort of stuff needs to be worked out before you go away. So once we get towards Christmas, a lot of people are having visitors to their home that they may not ordinarily have had. Is your animal happy with visitors? And more to the point, are your visitors controlled in regards to your animal? Many cats and dogs may well be quite happy to have someone in, but not if they're grabbing at them, particularly if there's young children. 
um, or if alcohol and or drugs are involved. Always, 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 if you're not 100% sure, lock the animal away. Best for safety for everyone, particularly with young children. If you have to leave the room, you need to know that the child cannot get anywhere near your animal. It only takes half a second and you may well think they're friends or relatives, but if something happens to that child in your house, it's your responsibility. So if you can't be there 100% of the time, don't have the animal there. And it may well sound harsh, but um, a lot of children can't be trusted around animals. If you don't trust the child's parents, don't have the kid over. Go to their place. Always, always, you are the advocate for your animal. You need to keep them safe. Now, the other thing with Christmas is, of course, the food. We all love our Christmas fare. I've got to admit I do too. But a lot of it isn't good for the four-legged's. They're not a human, their gut is designed differently, and there's an awful lot of problems and poisonings around Christmas. Uh, Even to plants, Christmas lilies and so forth are highly toxic. So do you research as far as plants and things like that go, and always, always make sure no one feeds your animal. Because particularly if alcohol's involved, people will let their guard down, you can wind up with trouble. So make sure anything you leave out is when your pet isn't there. And particularly for barbecues, um, not only do we get dogs and cats with burnt tongues, but don't serve anything with bones because so many times people swear, oh no, the dog could never have got to the bones at the barbecue. And three and four days later, you're having to operate to get cooked bones that have splintered in the animal's gut. So if you're going to have barbecues, great, but either keep the dog locked away or if it's a family barbecue, simply choose stuff without bones. Problem solved. It just keeps everybody safe. A little bit of planning as far as the animals go can go a very long way. Now, if you want to take your animal with you, to places, great. But keep in mind, even older dogs, dogs that might be seven and eight and have coped for years, going out to a friend's place and so forth, keep in mind they may not cope this year. They're a little bit older and with COVID lockdowns, most dogs have had a fairly small social circle and they can and often do feel very overwhelmed. They may well have coped as a puppy, but 12 months in your lifetime can be the equivalent of 10 or 12 years for a dog. So just remember, if your dog is showing any signs of stress, which can include panting, so be aware panting is not just heat, can be stress or pain, looking away, not wanting to move forward, have a really good think. Is this safe and fun for my dog? If the answer is no, either put him in the car if it's cool, lock them away in a yard or a room, or if you can, take them back home and then go back and join the party. It's just not worth it. And if you're having collections or you know group things out at a park, same thing applies. And always be aware, parks 
are public places. Your dog may become much, much more protective over you and your family, particularly if there's young children involved and there's other animals at the park. So be aware of that, particularly around food, but also around toys. Young children will bring their toys and the dogs may become quite protective over those toys if there's other dogs in the park. Same goes for tennis balls, those sorts of things. So be aware because if there's a young child there and another dog comes up and tries to take that young dog's toy, uh, the young child's toy, your dog may well get into a fight with it. So please be aware of public spaces, what's around. I always suggest keeping your dog on lead for those sorts of things, simply because you may well be able to control your dog, but not everybody can control or quite frankly is even aware of what their dog is doing. Again, prevention is better than cure. Now, as far as alcohol and drugs go, obviously a big no-no, but just be aware because there's so many times I've seen clients that haven't been aware. Someone's bought hash cake, hash cookies, those sorts of things and to adult parties and people haven't been aware and the dog's got part of it. So just always keep those sorts of things in the back of your mind and always have the vet's contact numbers on your fridge. Know who your local vet is and also know who your local emergency centre is. How to get there and fridge magnets are great for those sorts of things. Always have them in your mobile and on the fridge. And then Murphy's Law will mean you don't need them because everybody, including the animals, wants to have a really great Christmas break this year. We all deserve it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking with the Animals. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe. And a big thank you to those that have left a five-star review and all your comments and suggestions. I really, really appreciate it. Stay safe, take care, and as always, remember to talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking with the Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator, CST, and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.